How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome, welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast, where I will repeat, apologise for last week's fiasco, and as promised, there will be some good old laughs in this episode. Sarah and I actually both said before we got on, we both really need the pod this week. Yeah. We both really yeah. need a good old giggle. I think it's as well because we both missed it last week. Like, you know, we've had some lovely messages from people going, hope you're okay, really missed the pod this week. I was like, I hear you because it is a fixture in the week. I mean, it, it can be a bit of a turning point, actually. It can really turn the week around. Uh, yes. when we record the podcast there's sort of sometimes there's the week before the podcast and then you do the pod and you're like oh my god I could do anything this is fantastic well, and actually today I've got quite a lot of presenting to do after this like virtual presentations and I was like I'm so happy I've got the pod before this because I'm yeah. going to be in the best mood ever for these presentations <laughs> yeah. it's absolutely ideal Sarah's my warm-up act it's Absol- great very happy to be so and coming on stage now it's like, I don't know why I imagine you pitching like Dragon's Den. That's when, when you say, I'm doing some online presentation. To me, you, you know, you're going in before the dragons, presenting them with, I don't know, your latest waxing kit or something. <laughs> and if we could just refer to slide five, Gloria, yes. that would be great. Yeah. New slide, please. <laughs> That's it. Well, something that has oh, happened gosh. now since, since um, you know, the last week, I have had a mini break with Dutch. Which, we oh, went away. We went away. And can you. I tell you, it was like this slow crescendo building up to the mini break. And it got, we got to the point where we'd eaten our house out of food. You know, before you go away, it was like, tr- bear in mind, Dutch and I used to sometimes not unpack a suitcase. We'd put it into the washing machine, dry it and put it back in the suitcase and go again. Like we were like ships in the night. We traveled all the time. Because of COVID, we haven't traveled. And so I got quite Gatwick dad with the whole thing. Like I started packing two days before. I was like, I need to just like think about the looks. I need to think about what I'm packing. The suitcase was open. Dutch was like, 
We re and then like I got the car cleaned inside and out, filled up with petrol. I, we, we were both like really on it and organised. Amazing. Willow doesn't come with us when we go away. She goes on her little mini breaks yep. to her other family. She's got her um, own plans. I, she's got her own plans. Willow does her own thing. Off she goes. Anyway, we set off in the, we set off, literally turned around the corner of our house and was sat in standstill traffic for like an oh. hour and a half. Both of us hadn't had breakfast. Tension was high. The only thing that we could pull ourselves out was watching Moira Rose Best Of on YouTube. We put it on and just sat in this traffic trying to like laugh I, it through. I thought you were going to say the only thing we could find was a dusty Murray Mint, which we had to share between us. We could have it each. One of us could have it for 20 seconds and then had to pass it on. And it had to go back and forth. I don't think I could get in the car with John if neither of us had eaten. I don't think I could physically do that. It's well, the plan impressive. was that we'd we'd put because we'd set up for like eleven, and I was like, "Well, we'll have a service station lunch." Sure, we'll have a service station lunch. And you'd you'd um, eaten yourself out of house and home. You had nothing. Yes, yes. We had nothing, so it got a bit difficult. Anyway, we get to the hotel, which I had said to Dutch originally. Dutch had booked a pub for the first night, just so that we could start our Friday in the Cotswolds with spa treatments and not be flapping about time. And I'd said to Dutch, you know, I really don't want to stay in a pub. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But it's the first night that we've yeah. had away in a long, long time. Mm. I would like to stay somewhere nice. And I'm just going to leave that with you. I, in my head, had been like, oh, he's booked this janky spa, whatever. We get there. It was bougie AF. I was like, oh, my God. He thank knows. God, you've, really, you've really taught him very, very. I mean, he is, this is his area. Though, isn't it? Hospitality is where Dutch really does thrive. Um, and to be fair, Dutch used to work for the Ritz, so he has luxury yeah. through and through. So together, I mean, I'm, we're a perfect match. We I are mean, a perfect get, match. Cut him open. It's just gold taps in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we haven't stayed in a hotel with the COVID restrictions. Yeah. So it was all a bit like, oh, this is all new. Um, late checkouts were not a thing because rooms need to be cleaned and changed. And I'm a huge fan of a late checkout. I don't like yeah. to be rushed in the morning. Um, on the first night, Sarah, we both got very very excited very excited I was like I don't have to drive anywhere I can really let rip I've just got to walk across <laughs> there and the bedroom's there so we got on the bubbles we got on the wines um and I had to nip back to the room to get a jumper because it was getting cold I walked through the foyer of the hotel and we were sat outside in the gardens miles away from the hotel lobby I could hear Dutch yelling and I was like what on earth is going on so I got closer got outside of the restaurant and into like the courtyard bit because the tables are socially distanced and we were sat in this pod he'd leant out of his pod and was screaming <laughs> chatting to another pod I was like Mark oh my god <laughs> and Dutch does this thing the other isn't couple nice? were Irish isn't it nice here <laughs> yes no we've come we've come over Kent yeah we've driven up Driven out. What are you but having? The thing is, the, the other couple were Irish, and when Dutch is around Irish people, his English goes Irish. And so oh, Dutch, with this, in this accent, was like, Have you had the beef? Have you had the beef? Isn't it lovely? And I was like, Oh no, I need to tranquilize my other half. 
pronto. <laughs> he was so like, strange. did you go for Aperols? Did you go for... I was like, no, Dutch, don't do that accent. Do not do that. It's very strange. Dutch, English, Irish accent swimming. Oh, my God, that's superb. And so the next day, um, Portslough crew... Both of us are feeling a little bit fragile. Sure. I had a hot stone massage booked. Dutch had a deep tissue massage. So we, we, we were doing it right. But the hotel breakfast. Now, with a hangover, Sarah, and you really will appreciate this. I know you will. And I know I'm saying this to you. Safe company. I need that grazing buffet. I need that grazing buffet on a hangover because I don't really know what I'm feeling. You know, sometimes you're like... I need hydration, I need fruit, but I can't have banana. Sarah, you know how specific my egg requirements are, let alone anything else. You've typed we them s- up before, let's not forget. <laughs> it's a rider. My, to be fair, my agent does have it all listed out. Um, <laughs> and also, on a hangover, that, that breakfast buffet plate, it can be very random can't it? It can be, you know, apricot And you can jam, go again. Next for cucumber, next... There, there could be anything coming back on that plate. Yeah. And also, like, it's really... No one else is judging what you're putting on that plate. So for you at that really moment in time, it's like, I'm going to have a bit of cheese with cucumber, followed yeah. by a little bit of fruit, followed by a croissant. Like, I'm just going to yes, go with are. it. I'm going to go with it and I'm going to keep going back. So due to COVID restrictions, the buffet cart was not there. So I, it really was unanticipated tension for me and stress and confusion. And I was like, oh my God. And this menu of breakfast options was given. And I was like, well, I can't see the pastry. I can't see any of this. Listen, sir, could you sit down? Because this is, we're going to be here a while. (laughs) So Dutch is ordering his meat and cheese and pastries and all his Dutch things. I was like, I got a bit panicky. So yeah. I was like, okay, I need fruit. I was like, please, can I have an apple? Um, and I was like, <laughs> just a mixed fruit bowl. And he was like, it's all pre-mixed. And I was like, oh, it's got oh. banana. Sarah, they brought the apple. It was a cook, like a Granny Smith apple, which I would never choose at a buffet. And they brought it in a bowl, which I found so distressing. I was like, no. No, 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 no. I didn't have a knife sharp enough to cut it, so I had oh. to literally be like, <sighs> like oh. crunching it with all these, te- and I, all the apple juices going over. I was like, this is so difficult. Then they come and they're like, you know what? Can I get you any hot breakfast? And I was like, I was like well. <laughs> Already wishing that he'd never asked. <laughs> so I was like, could I have two poached eggs? I need them at least on a four to six. I can't have any less. I can't have any more. I was like, the, the yolk needs to just lightly ooze out I was like what kind of muffin in it what kind of toast is it I was like I need spinach but I need it wilted and I had to try and explain it all to him he I mean his eyes started doing like weird spirals when I was talking to him I was like stay with me stay with me stay focused stay focused (laughs) give me that pen I'll write it all down needless to say we had to get afternoon tea later in the day because I hadn't really eaten enough for the hangover and where it was (laughs) but a warning to all of you with specific requirements for petit déjeuner. Yeah. You need to brief. You need to brief in and you need to yeah. be ready. You, the buffet is no more. No, forget c'est the buffet. C'est buffet, c'est fini. C'est fini, <laughs> it has gone. <laughs> you got to oh go in there with requirements because it, it was tense. You know, if you go and stay somewhere and they're very clear, they're like, it's breakfast till half nine. So inevitably you get down there at 9.28. Yeah, and sure. 
and they are already like they're carrying things off. Like that is when the you're walking in grabbing yeah. Like, wait, wait, wait. What was that? What was that? What, what was she taking off there? What? Was she... Oh, it's nearly half past nine. Yes, but it's not half past nine yet, is it? Can you bring that back, please? I'd like, I'd like to see a stewed apricot. I'd like to have a look at that myself. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> oh my gosh, love. Well, look. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly jealous, as I'm sure a lot of the Portslough crew are. But I'm so glad you had such a gorgeous time. I'm so it glad was, you had it such was a delightful, beautiful. gorgeous, just what you needed, darling. Just what you it needed. Really it um, really was. Something that's happened that you, now, <laughs> you're going to really, you're going to like this a lot. So <laughs> we have got this fabulous dog trainer who I'm sure I've mentioned to you before, Gemma. I cannot say enough good things about Gemma. She is phenomenal. She's, she, it's like she... Peggy's like, now speaking French. Yeah, She's that yeah. good. They're communicating with each other. It's incredible. <laughs> she like unlocks this part of Peggy that I've never seen before. They get on very well. Also, um, Peggy likes that Gemma always has ham, um, which she uses as the training treats. So yeah, Peggy gets very excited about that. Anyway, one of the things that we're doing is we're trying to, basically, I've walked around with Peggy since we got her in my arms like she's a small baby. And now I'm like, why can't she be left? I don't understand. So we're working through some separation stuff. We've got loads of little sort of tricks and things like that. Anyway, at the moment, we're practicing Peggy downstairs behind the stair gate. That's right. We've got a stair gate. And well, you're going to need that for life, well, aren't you? Well, so... that's it. Do you know what I mean? That's, it's sooner or later. And then I, John's upstairs working. I go upstairs, have a shower, get ready. Pegs doesn't like it. But one of the things that helps is when I call down and I'm like, you're doing great. Everything's okay. You, you know, you're fine. It's all all right. So Gemma suggested, as she finds my voice soothing and it's quite reassuring for her, why don't I pop the podcast on before leaving the room? And I was like, I cannot wait to tell Jules <laughs> that that's going to be the answer. Is that Pegs is going to listen to the podcast. I said, Gemma, God knows we've got the archive. God knows we've got hours of the stuff to just press play on. Um, so, yes. Also, it'd be really interesting when I see Peggy because she'll recognise my voice. Yes. Oh, she'll be like, oh, for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Jules is here. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely mini oh, break. Oh, how adorable. Isn't that nice? Though? She was like, yeah, put the podcast on for it. Anyway, the other thing that happened with Pegs is now I've had a massive declutter. My gorgeous friend Chaps, my bridesmaid, she came, she's really good at it. She's just, she's got the knack for decluttering. It was, I was never going to do it on my own. And we've got rid of loads of stuff. It's been fantastic. And one of the things that we found that I have not known what to do with is about four pairs of pyjama bottoms, right? Now, the reason I mention these pyjama bottoms is because unfortunately, um, Peggy has got to them and they are, Sons gusset. She's eaten the gusset out of all of them. Without being too graphic, we saw one of those gussets again a couple of days later, right? Right. They'd actually been eaten. Um, so we had to take them off her. But consequently, I was like, what does one do with a load of crotchless, 
ripped up <laughs> pajama bottoms. I was like, I don't know what to do with them because it seemed ridiculous to put them in the bin, which obviously I perhaps should have done. And Chaps was like, no, 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 it's fine. Take them. You need like a charity bin because they recycle fabric, basically. So I had to go round, <laughs> to go round the streets with my crotchless pajama bottoms and in the end I did manage to find somewhere the Salvation Army have got to deal with them now unfortunately so I apologize if that was not the right thing to do my understanding is that they do recycle the fabric and that they do know what to do with old fabrics but there was a moment I was like nothing sexual you understand all of these crotchless pajama bottoms with teeth marks in them that's it that have been torn to bits oh, oh Sarah, my that's gosh. so funny I was going to say cut them up and use them as dusters oh I've got loads of dusters I've got dusters coming out you know I've also got a cleaner I don't dust I'm not going to say to my cleaner here why not not enjoy these old pajamas these rags (laughs) that I've given you (laughs) oh Sarah speaking of cleaners I've got to clean our whole house today because our cleaner our cleaner messaged or she hasn't been very well and they, her, the hospital have given her painkillers with morphine and she said, I'm, I'm tripping out. I don't think I can come. So I messaged back and I said, if anybody understands yeah. having to cancel work due to tripping out, it's me. Yeah. It's fine. Don't you worry about it. Don't you worry about a thing. I was like, I'll clean it top to bottom this yeah. week. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> wow. So you're getting up there. You're getting up there with the old, the old duster on a pole, eh? <laughs> yeah, very well, good because I would have just left it. I would have just no, left it until she came back. No, no, no. Uh, Chateau is open this weekend for oh, business, so we've got drat. people coming to stay. Oh, so we've got no. to got to give it a quick clean. But it's all right. I'll, we'll just do a French maids clean. Dutch calls it surfaces <laughs> and floors. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> it's only got to look clean, hasn't it? It hasn't actually got to be clean. That's exactly. the joy of it. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. A reed diffuser here, a quick oh. atomizer there. You'll be done. amazed. A fresh flower really distracts the eye. Perfect. <laughs> um, will we do a bit of correspondence? Let. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I assume no one has christened the P.O. box yet. No, no, no. And it's definitely working because I had a conversation with the postman the other day about it. Um, Good. How riveting. What a lovely <laughs> chat that would be. <laughs> Sarah, to be honest, it went on longer than I thought it was going to. Yeah. I was like, we're still talking about this because I'd said... You know, I'm really sorry, but I'm in and out. So I feel like you keep missing me. What can we do? Can we come some kind of arrangement that you leave it around the side of the house? No, the box has got to be secured. If you have a padlock that's open, then we'll, it will lock it in and then it's secure. I was like, oh, Derek, Good come on, heavens. Come on, Derek. What are, what's getting delivered here? A few scented candles, a bit of a designer lip balm. Don't worry about it. But no, nothing from the Portslough crew as of yet. Everything to play for. Everything, Everything to play, play for, for Portslough crew. Everything to play for. Well, this has absolutely blown me west. Alison Giuseppe <laughs> in, um, in the Facebook group has posted a 3D picture. I've oh never seen one before. Gosh. Holy, you move your mouse over it and it moves. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. Anyway, she's just stopped at a farmer's market and picked up a Picked up chutney for the first time. Going to try it in my new delivery of cheese. More importantly, this ice cream bar was legit. Totally amazing and worth $4. She's having a peaches and cinnamon ice cream bar. Oh, that sounds an nice, doesn't it? ice cream bar? God, that does sound nice. How does that, how does that stay Well, it's together? like an ice cream sandwich. Oh, lovely. And this is aside from, this is nothing to do with the chutney. The chutney was a separate purchase. Yeah. She bought the chutney and then was yeah. like, oh, well, I'm here. I may as well just share this peaches and cinnamon sandwich. Well, good for you, darling. It looks this delicious. This does remind me of a holiday that we all went on as a family. And, uh, and it was to somewhere, I, I believe it was Antigua that we went to. Um, and <laughs> we were having a cheese board. And Lorna said, have you got any chutney? Well, the kitchen apparently were completely perplexed. They'd never had such a request. They'd been Googling. They'd been looking online. They did not, they could not understand what this chutney that somebody had asked for was. Anyway, they brought out the next night, they brought out a selection of jams. They brought out all of these different condiments that they'd come up with pickles to try and understand what was this chutney we spoke of. So yeah, it's not as widely known as, as you might think. Well, chutney is also, and I don't know if you're familiar with this, chutney can be a code word for um, uh, interactions between two people in, in an illicit manner. What? No. Yeah, it's like, had any chutney recently? <gasps> yes. No, 
Yes. No! So when Good people heavens. say chutney, it always really gets, it makes me giggle. And I think crumpet is as well. I, I, reg I would eat chutney on a crumpet. I mean, I can't say that. Filthy wrong, bitch. Can't say that in the wrong circles, can I? Good You'll heavens. have to go back to Morse code, Sarah. Yeah, yes. I think it's very clear, actually, from my demeanour, actually, that chutney, you know, I, chutney on a crumpet, I really am talking about chutney on a crumpet. <laughs> Just don't say chutney on a crumpet if you've got something in your eye, because people might get the wrong idea. Yes, you're winking. It. Yeah, yes. Don't do it if you're wearing a Mac and a bowler hat. <laughs> Don't do yeah. that. And no knicker and crotchless yes. pajama yeah, bottoms. Crotchless pajama bottoms. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well look, I am quite excited to see who pops up first in the new PO box. I am really interested actually to know this. And I I can confirm, I know it's been a coming for for quite a while. The old PO box is no more. It doesn't exist. It's redundant. It is redundant. A very strange cancellation. Um, uh, <laughs> you'd expect to be able to log into an account and simply cancel your subscription. No, you have to send an email to somebody like called Alan. You send it to them. They send it back. I mean, Alan sent me one line email going, got it. Thanks. I was like, what's going Who knows? Who Good of knows? him to confirm, really. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, confirms probably a bit strong. I don't know what he. <laughs> I don't know if he quite meant what. God knows. Anyway, the point is, the old PO box is no more. But the <laughs> new PO box we will give out at the end of the podcast. Now, how are Sheila and Ken? I've missed them. I've genuinely missed them just from having one week off. <laughs> well, Sheila's new car. Sheila's yes. new car. I phoned her the other day and um, it was a bit sketchy at first. And I was like, hello, are you there? She's like, can you hear me? And I was oh, like, yes, no. I can hear you. She's like, I'm in the car. And I was like, okay, why are you talking slowly? And she was like, oh yeah, it's, it's a normal conversation. I forgot. I was like, okay, fine. And she was like, I got in a real mess the other day because somebody had phoned her in the car. She'd picked up... <laughs> At the end of the conversation, she didn't know how to hang up. Oh, and so the person yes. the person was there and she was like, they they said goodbye and it was like a call thing. So they didn't hang up the phone. So obviously it was like charging mum by the minute or whatever. And um, poor mum had to like pull in and just sit there and just... She said she mashed the the dashboard and just hoped that somebody would hang up. And then she said eventually she had to turn the engine off, get out, stand outside, shut the door, hang up on her phone and get back oh in. I was like, oh, mum, you need to find the button to, to do that. <laughs> then she said, she said she's deeply impressed with how smooth a ride it is. She said she can't believe what a bumpy journey that Mini was. Now she's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, it's, she's cruising in luxury. She's thrilled. Um, <laughs> But she did say it's got this technology that my car has where um, if a door is slightly open, the car won't set off. Oh. So like one of the main doors, it won't move. And I you, love it'll tell you. that it's taken this long for that technology to kick in. Because up until now, if you had a door open, oh, you carry on. We'll just beep a bit. <laughs> By the way, there's, there's a door open. Don't worry. You can still carry on your journey. Don't worry. We'll let you go. But there is a door open. It FYI. is annoying for me if I'm like parallel parking and I've got a door open. I'm trying to look at the curve. Oh, and I've got yes. to re-shut that door and move it. 
Anyway, mum said she couldn't get off the drive for a good 20 minutes because she couldn't work out what was going on. She was like, I was putting it in gear, putting it back in oh, gear. Oh, no. <laughs> she said she almost missed yoga. She was in a right flat. <laughs> It is like that though, a new car. It is. You oh, need a good. I mean, you need a good afternoon just to get your head around where everything is. Find out what does this button do? What does that? But absolutely, God, that's hilarious. And then the <laughs> idea of her realizing and going round and opening and slamming every door as well. So, but then, then in her, her vinyasa way. clothes, yeah, in sure, barefoot getting, in a vinyasa with it, <laughs> getting worried, getting concerned now that she's going to miss the best mat. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, love, that's so good. Um, and next week we will have news because Ken has just returned from the Outer Hebrides. So we're going to have a lot of news from Ken, I'm sure, right. but I've not had a chance to catch up with him yet. No, um, speaking he is back of, though. He is safely back. He's back. He's back, safely back, being cooked for, loving life. Yep. Um, speaking of the Outer Hebrides, yes. how is our June? How is our June? Also, any late, any updates on the bull? I thought no, of the bull I the other day. Yeah, Douglas the bull. Not, haven't heard anything. I know he's staying till August. So, but I think he's, I think his work's done. Yeah, June, June will be listening to this. Could we get an update, a bull update, please? How is all that going? Um, June, so June's very well. June has started um, a little bit re-rehearsing with the orchestra. Okay, so June's playing, she's playing just, just outside, socially distanced, all very casual, you know, all within the rules. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> outside, but they're great acoustics. <laughs> but unfortunately, no wind or brass. No wind or brass allowed. I can play the flute. Yeah, oh, no, no, they're not allowed. Not allowed, oh. not allowed because not allowed of COVID, the spittle. They're not allowed because anything could happen with the passing on of COVID, blowing it through a trumpet. They can't risk it. So it's all just got to be, I mean, really, it's all just cellos and violins at the moment. The odd it bit sounds of, like uh, quite, the, quite the quartet. Yes, yes, it is. But yeah, the wind and brass, gosh, they're absolutely, there's clarinet players desperate to get back in, but no, they've got to sit it out. <laughs> Poor Marjorie with her oboes got those double reeds ready to go. June, I bet June really enjoys resining her bow. I used to love doing that when I played the violin. Adding yeah. that resin onto the bow and then thwacking your bow and seeing it all smoke. <laughs> and then it, it, it tasted so weird. There's a very specific taste of resin, isn't there? Well, like I wasn't got... licking the bow, Sarah. No, 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 but it would come off the bow and you'd get a <laughs> yeah. waft of it. Yeah, absolutely. But she did have, June did have a little bit of a, um, a panic a few weeks ago because, as you know, if there's one thing June loves, it's a charity collection, right? You remember the crockery fiasco not so long ago? Well, the latest one has been uh, the, uh, the jewellery collection for the Alzheimer's appeal, right? So the Alzheimer's appeal, you can send them anything. It could be, they don't mind, bit of old tat, bit of broken jewellery. They just want the lot, okay? Because they've obviously got, mum was like, they've obviously got a deal on somewhere with someone that they'll take it off their hands. So they do this big collection. Anyway, June packed up all her old jewellery and then realised that she sent it all off, but then realised that unfortunately a couple of pieces had slipped in that perhaps 
should not have gone. Now, we've all got a bit overexcited with the charity collection before. We've all got swept away with the thrill of getting rid of everything that we don't want to see anymore. Um, so she realised these two little bracelets that apparently we had, somebody gave them to us when we were babies, right, had slipped in and they shouldn't have done and June was getting in a right old panic. Anyway, she contacted the Alzheimer's Appeal, explained what had happened. Alan, from the Appeal, where appeal Allen went through the whole lot, found them, posted them back to her. That's kind. Isn't that kind? She she said she gave a fifty pound donation to the oh, appeal. Oh, that is good. On that top is of good. It. Also, can we just take a little, just a little side pointer to really credit you and Lorna for being accessorised from such a young age? Absolutely. I believe this was birthstone related. That's what oh, I believe, yeah, yeah. Birthstone bracelets, yes. just to see you <laughs> that's in. That's it, that's it. Coming in. My crystals, my birthstone, my amethysts. <laughs> my birthstone bracelets. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, just marvellous. Now, will we do a bit of news from the north? Oh my gosh, let's. Now, I must say, I must say, while I've been in the Facebook group, there are some terrific news from the north knocking about in there there's one that becky bedford has posted um about a family absolutely distraught after neighbors chopped tree in half in a petty dispute over noisy birds there's another one um about angry uh, angry people in yorkshire something to do with sheep um looks it all looks terrific so if you need a real mood boost get in there now this um i will say comes from a paper that i'm not a massive fan of the sun but the news it is apt because I have just come back from the Cotswolds, so here yeah, we go. fine. <laughs> Staycation hell. Tiny village known as Venice of the Cotswolds besieged by tourists as 10,000 visit every single day. What? Residents of, residents of a tiny village known as Venice of the Cotswolds say the area has become hell. Burton on the water has gone berserk since lockdown as staycation Brits flock to rural idol for days out. Now, I will say, if you are listening from afar, in the UK at the moment, we've got all sorts of countries on the green light, amber light, red light, whatever. Most people yeah. are not going away this summer. We are staycationing. Yeah. Um, Can I just say that I don't know why, but John gets very annoyed when people um, say they are having a staycation, but they're actually going away in this country because he says a staycation is staying in your own house. Right, not just staying within the country. Can I just, you know how sometimes some, you know how, we don't know why, but something's irk us. That's irked, John, that people keep going, I'm having a staycation in Cornwall. And John's like, well, you're not, you're just going on holiday in Cornwall. Anyway, carry on. It's a very good, it's a very good point that John raises, but I would still say staycation yeah, and I won't be changing would. my vocab. Well, the nation is. I just wanted to share that for some reason, that's really got John's back up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> But those who live in the Gloucestershire village, which boasts chocolate box cottages and 17th century bridges, say that unlike the area's usual tourists, the day trippers are hardly spending any cash. They must be Dutch. Oh. Retired farmer Bill Limbrick, <laughs> 74, told the Times, since the lockdown left her, the place has gone berserk. His wife Celia, 73, said, they just keep pouring in. It's like Brighton Beach on a bad day. It's always busy in the summer, but this year it's been much worse. The influx of tourists has led to traffic mayhem with visitors parking in residents' driveways. That would go oh, right on my wick. that's really naughty. 
That would get right on my wick. Locals have complained of litter and widespread reports of people... Um, Oh, no, I'm not... I can't read that. That's so disgusting. I didn't toileting? know that was in there. Is this, is this public it, toileting? Yes, I'm moving yeah. on. I'm moving yeah. on. I'm moving on. And the village's narrow bridges and pathways make social distancing nearly impossible. The area has around 1,700 households and a large elderly population. Mr and Mrs Limbrick said they avoided shopping between 10am and 5pm. Um, I don't like it, said Mrs Limbrick. Um... We have the right as residents to use our village, but we can't. Another local interior designer, Angie Cadwella-Kemp45, said, We have never seen it like this before. It's been hell. Um, every day is like bank holiday. It's too much for this little village to take. Um, people are missing their appointments. A lot of residents saying, why don't we just shut the village? Which in my head, I kind of enjoyed this like ring of residents around the village saying you shall not pass you shall not come yes here. so um the piece goes on and on yeah. and on and on and on um yeah. Yeah. but i will say my thoughts are with you because the cotswolds were extremely busy when we were there but dutch and i have been before so we decided not to do touristy things and we stayed in the hotel and um, drank beer so very, very, crew, very good if you are going to the cotswolds do think about the residents. Yes. Do think about the residents. Do think about them. And you don't have to do everything. You can just sit in the corner in a bar with a pims. In, in fact, amen to that. Um, now, my news from the North has been sent in and you are going to love, love this person's uh, Instagram handle because this has come in from Tina Bops, right? Tina Bops. Tina, big up Tina. Yeah, absolutely, Tina Bobs. Hi, Sarah. This is a gift of a news from around. I've no doubt others will be sending it to you. Enjoy. I'll send a link to the legit article, but there's also a link from a tabloid that has a great video of the sign language interpreter trying to figure out how to represent naked men startled by deer. A classic. Hope all is well, <laughs> Tina. Now, this has come from, I believe this is, this is from Down Under. I believe this is from um, New South Wales, right? Oh, yes, uh, And right. it is a paper called Pedestrian, I believe. Um, you can only read it when you're walking. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> two naked sunbakers who got chased through the NSW bush by a deer copped $1,000 lockdown, $1, lockdown fines. Two oh. naked blokes in New South Wales supposedly had their sunbaking day ruined after a deer chased them into the bush, which, through a convoluted series of events, saw each of them wind up with a $1,000 fine for breaching lockdown. Classic Sydney, right? The whole incident took place on Sunday inside the Royal National Park, just south of Sydney, which you'll remember is currently in lockdown. It's a wild story, full of twists and turns. So let's just leave it to New South Wales Police Commissioner Mick Fuller to explain. Unbelievably, we saw two men sunbaking naked on a beach on the south coast. They were startled by a deer, ran into the National Forest, National Park and got lost he said at a press conference on Monday morning. Not only Press did they, conference? Uh, yes, apparently. Whoa. <laughs> not only did they require assistance from the SES and police to rescue them, they also both received a ticket for $1,000. Two men aged 30 and 
49, told police that they had just been shilling on a beach near Otford and that it was a deer which made them run into the bush and totally not a police patrol. One of them was naked and carrying a backpack while the other was only half naked. A totally normal explanation for a totally normal circumstance. The dudes ended up calling for assistance at around 6pm with new with the SES, New South Wales Ambulance and the cops' own air support working to rescue them. Before you start poking holes in their story by saying that deer are only found in Europe, Asia and the Americas, just remember that there is actually a serious feral deer problem in the Na Royal National Park. So their story does in fact check out to the extent that Bambi's spawn plague this earth. What those blokes were up to in various degrees of nudity on a remote national park beach is anybody's guess. And guess we did. And there are a series, there are a series of tweets of people um, saying what they were up to. These two blokes ended up being amongst 44 people in total who were slapped with a $1,000 penalty infringement notice for breaching lockdown restrictions on Sunday. You can read up on all the restrictions in Greater Sydney right here because the state government makes no explicit mention of nude sunbaking or deer. Let this incident be a stern warning. So make of that, Jules, make Naked that. running with a deer chasing after you. That sounds what positively terrifying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Jules, do you want a hypothetical question? Always. This is strange, this question. Jules, hypothetically, what shape would you want your house to be if mm. it could be any shape and still function so it can still function as a house don't worry about that don't worry about where the furniture is going to go um but you could have any shape of house now this is interesting because so in kent we have oast houses which are big yes. cylinder buildings and that they were designed to keep hops in which you used to make beer um, but actually, when you look round an oast house, they're circular. And I always think, God, it's such a way, like it's not a space that's designed to be lived in. So I'm leaning away from the circle in this yeah. instance because... Hard to put your furniture well, against. Yeah. This is what I mean. So you can't, I can't feng shui a circular room. You must be no. mad. So... <laughs> no one um, could. But then I'm a bit like, ooh, what if it was like a pentagon or an octagon and it was like lots of different sides and then you could add square rooms in but have like each it would be what's it called when there's two when when there's a window on each wall double aspect so all the windows could be double aspects so it'd be quite light bright airy but also secluded as well and so this giant octagon it could be raised up like a turret and i actually could sit at the top of the turret and kind of like you know just cast cast my locks down just gently just let them gently tumble like down Rapunzel. the side of the just just like Rapunzel out of my octagon turret <laughs> and I'd have a couple of flags on the top actually and then maybe some smaller octagon outbuildings I love 
that you have just created this vision? Jules had no idea that this is the question that I was going to ask. I actually thought maybe I should pre-warn Jules about this, that this is the one that's coming. You don't need to ever um, pre-warn me. My brain is totally geared up for anything like this. I brilliant. love it. I could I could go on and on and on. I just, I, I, yeah, octagon. Imagine the wine cellar. And you could actually have the stairs going down to the wine cellar in a really complimentary octagonal way. So yeah. it would just, it'd be, it'd be a real gentle climb down actually. Yeah. You could have a lift Fabulous. running through the middle. Yeah. Oh my God. Perfect. It's got. Oh my God. You can have a drawbridge. You can have some sort of thing coming off the side. This is all. Oh, this is all to play for. Call Kevin McLeod now. Yeah. <laughs> He's already here. <laughs> oh my God. Just glorious. Portslu crew. We adore you. We adore you for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, write to us. We've got a yes, brand do. new PO, PO box. Who will be first over the threshold? The address is... Uh, the Portsalu crew, and also put Jules von Hepp because it is registered to that. I just don't know how it's going to work for now. Just, sure, just, sure. We're still teething. Um, PO box 300. M for mother, E13. 8DP. Lovely. And we'd love to have you over there. We do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? I've actually gone for a word and I can't take any credit. This comes from Alice Woodhead. So thank you so much. Um, via Susie Dent, who uh, she presents, what, what is that thing? Countdown. Countdown. What is that thing? Um, <laughs> <laughs> word of the day is latibulate. 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 Which means to hide in a corner in an attempt to escape reality. Which, to be honest, I think I've latibulated a lot oh, in my day-to-day. -day. It's a all lot. I want. It's all I dream of. You, you could latibulate in an octagon house with Perfect. ease. Easily. <laughs> we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.